It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Bradfield. We are putting this podcast together on January the 14th, the Friday. And Brad, as we put this together, I'm hearing Arctic cold. I'm hearing storm. What in the world is going on? Yeah, it's going to be a wintry weekend, Dan. We've got to return to the bitter Arctic cold. We are talking uh, imminently. Uh, the uh, the cold front is going to be pushing across. Uh, we are uh, taping this podcast on Friday morning, January 14th. But this afternoon, the Arctic cold front will be pushing across. And you'll notice that by the wind starting to pick up. And then, Dan, by uh, morning, we're looking at temperatures uh, as far as wind chill is concerned, anywhere from 10 to 20 below zero. A wind chill advisory is up for all of Connecticut. And temperatures on the actual thermometer, Dan, are going to range tonight anywhere from two below zero to four above zero across the state. If you live in the hills, you're more likely to see two below. If you live in one of the bigger cities along the I-95 corridor, you're likely to see four or five above. So uh, headline number one is return to the bitter cold Arctic air. Headline number two, Dan, is we're in for a typical Connecticut snowstorm coming in Sunday night and also during the day on Monday. And what I mean by a typical Connecticut snowstorm is snow fairly readily going over to rain along the I-95 corridor and right along the Connecticut shoreline. The snow will transition to ice pellets, uh, freezing rain, and rain through part of the interior. And what I mean by that is inland Connecticut and up through the Connecticut Valley. But where you are, Dan, out in the northwest hill towns, I'm looking for a mainly snow and ice pellet event. So those are the two big headlines going into this weekend, the return to the bitter cold Arctic air and that typical Connecticut-type snowstorm. And Dan, I didn't write this down, but before I forget, it just popped into my head. Buffalo, New York is going to be very similar to our weather here in Connecticut. So for the uh, the big uh, super wild card weekend game out in Buffalo this weekend, I expect for the uh, Patriots taking on the Bills, temperatures in the single digit stand. So it's going to be a bitterly cold night. Uh, the good news is, unlike the last time the Patriots played out in Buffalo, there'll be much less in the way of wind. It still is going to be breezy with wind chills below zero, but temperatures on the actual thermometer at kickoff should be somewhere in the single digits. So uh, a, a bitter night, and uh, I'll ask the sports guy on this podcast, who do you think that might favor? Well, I would think it would favor the Patriots. They'll never pass the ball, even though it's not going to be as windy. The fact that it is windy, at, at least some of the time, combined with those cold temperatures, you could see a similar game the last time they played in Buffalo, and you could see it in this game. What do you see? Well, I uh, I heard an interview with Josh Allen and you know, you're never supposed to reveal any weakness that the opponent might be able to exploit. 
but he mentioned some kind of circulatory problem. And uh, I have that problem, too, with uh, blood going to the extremities. And when when I'm outdoors, um, even nights doesn't even have to be that cold uh temperatures in the 30s say you're trying to string some christmas lights or or something like that my fingers i have a lot of trouble with my fingers and uh the tip of my nose and my ears get really cold really fast and feet and josh allen was explaining how his feet freeze up on him so uh i i'm wondering if that could really work against him if he's thinking about his relative discomfort or the fact that he can't feel his feet very well or something like that. Uh, I was wondering if that might work against him. In addition to, as you say, the passing game, I would think, would be uh, directly impacted by the weather being this cold. Okay, let's take a look at the Arctic cold. What What's at play from an atmospheric standpoint that's pulling this Arctic cold into the Connecticut region? Well, uh, we have a bomb of a storm, Dan. And uh, today, the, the reason we are seeing kind of a cloudy sky is uh, if you go off uh, the coast just a little bit, I mean, we're talking like Nantucket and uh, the Outer Cape. They're going to have rain mixed with snow today. And as the Arctic air gets more involved, in other words, that low pressure system yanks at that Arctic air and tugs it down and over the region, the uh, rain could ultimately turn to snow out there, Nantucket and in the Outer Cape, as I say. But when that Arctic air is infused into this particular storm, the storm is expected to bomb out and really become a monster up around Nova Scotia. So you put a storm up there, up around Nova Scotia, uh, a, a very deep storm. So in other words, what we're saying is, uh, as far as barometric pressures are concerned, very, very low barometric pressure readings. Contrasting that with the Arctic cold and the high that's building across central Canada, moving toward eastern Canada, we are going to have a wind funneling effect out of the north. Um, at, at fairly brisk wind speeds overnight tonight. So hence the wind chill advisory up because it is expected to be quite windy overnight tonight with winds out of the north. But Dan, it's essentially that storm bombing out near Nova Scotia later today and overnight tonight and blizzard conditions are expected in Nova Scotia. That storm though is going to contribute to our weather in that it's going to tug at this this cold air that's been uh, kind of uh, stationary over Canada and pull it down uh, into the northeastern part of the United States. So we will definitely see that cold air in place. You know, I was looking at the uh, climate data, Dan. It's the 14th today. So, you know, we're, we've gone just under half the month. Uh, the daytime high has been averaging around 37 or 38 degrees on a daily basis, and it should be around 36 or so. So we're about a degree above average so far in, in terms of high temperature. The nightly low temperature has been averaging around 19. Um, it should be av averaging right around the 20 degree mark. So we're about a degree 
colder than average as far as the nighttime lows are concerned. So for the first half of January, we're essentially normal in the temperature department. But if I had to put some money down on it, the way I'm seeing these uh, cold uh areas of uh, temperature setting up across Canada and all the way up to the North Pole and the the delivery, in other words, the jet stream flow delivering that cold air. If I were a betting man, and we were joking about this last week, pretty soon uh, betting is going to go from sports over to weather too. <laughs> I, I think we're going to see um, temperatures below normal uh, for the rest of the month. So I think January will ultimately end up going into the record books below normal. Now, in terms of snowfall, we've had 5.4 inches of snow uh, thus far this month. By the 14th, we should have, uh, for the first 14 days, about 5.8. So we're just about on average with snowfall. I do think we will be above normal in terms of snowfall this month. This week, Dan, we had a low of four on Tuesday morning. This data from Bradley International Airport and a low temperature reading of six on Wednesday morning. We are looking for more single digits in the forecast as we head into the weekend, uh, the projected low overnight tonight going into Saturday morning is three for Bradley with a lot of wind. And the overnight low Saturday night going into Sunday morning is four for Bradley. So we are certainly looking at um, a bitter outbreak. And there will be places in Connecticut that go below zero this weekend. Uh, your typical players, Colebrook, Goshen, uh, those areas uh, should see some sub-zero temperatures this weekend. Okay, that sets the stage for the storm. What's at play, again, from an atmospheric standpoint, which sets up this storm? Okay, well, um, we'll, t we'll take a look at what's going on on the, the weather map, Dan, to set the stage here for the cold and then for the snow. We've got an Arctic cold front that will be crossing Connecticut this afternoon, Friday afternoon, January 14th. Uh, it's coming in concert with that low giving um, precipitation to Nantucket and the Cape, giving a blizzard to Nova Scotia. It will enhance the strong northerly wind locally, and we have strong high pressure building across from eastern Canada. Now, by uh, tomorrow morning, which is Saturday morning, January 15th, high pressure should be over Ontario province so to the north of buffalo uh over ontario we're still in a brisk northerly flow of bitter cold air here in connecticut again the wind chill advisory in effect with wind chills uh, tomorrow morning projected to be 10 to 20 below zero so saturday morning if you're heading out bundle up in every form of winter wear that you have it's going to be a very bitterly cold morning now the low that we're looking at will be taking shape over missouri and arkansas at the exact time that we've got this bitter cold air. So you might be thinking, well, Brad, we're down near zero with temperature. We've got a storm coming. How can it possibly not all be snow? Well, again, Dan, it all comes down to the track, the exact track of the storm. Now, if you're a snow lover, 
you want the ultimate storm track to nudge a little bit to the east of where it is. Because right now, I think the heavy snow from this storm is going to be across upstate New York. So the more east the uh, storm goes, the more chance that 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 heavy snow belt comes down over the state of Connecticut. So uh, the, the storm, in my estimation, will be tracking too close to us to give us a pure storm. So that's why I'm calling it your your typical Connecticut mix. And we'll get more into that in just a minute. But by uh, Saturday evening, the low will, will move out of uh, the Missouri-Arkansas area, uh, swoop down into Mississippi and Alabama, and then start its way around uh, the other side of the trough and start moving up the eastern seaboard, such that by Sunday morning, January 16th, and I'll say that will be a very happy birthday for my son, Kurt, uh, who will be turning, what is he turning? 26. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and my sister, Sue, also shares birthday with Kurt. Uh, she will not appreciate if I mention her age, <laughs> so I won't. Smart she's, younger move. Than, she's younger than me, though, Dan. <laughs> uh, but on, uh, on Sue and Kurt's birthday, the uh, low in Alabama and uh, kind of uh, branching off into southwest Georgia will begin its move northeastward. Uh, the highs should be located near Albany, New York. Again, a very cold, cold morning across uh, Connecticut. And uh, then the storm on um, ML King Jr. Day uh, should be located at about 7 in the morning around Philadelphia, to off the Atlantic City, New Jersey shoreline. So somewhere in there, Dan, and the, the it looks like, you know, we usually want the storm, a big winter storm to track toward 4070, which is south and east of Nantucket, which would keep us in, in northeast winds, northerly component, the cold air, easterly component, the moisture, and then voila, you get your big storms with that northeast wind. I think we're going to see a little bit too much east and uh, southeast in the wind to support all snow here. So the storm coming a little bit uh, too close. So, um, you know, in terms of, in, in terms of the cold setting the stage, Dan, these are numbers I, I uh, garnered from looking at the uh, European computer model last night by seven in the morning, Saturday, January 15th, it should be about three uh, during the afternoon temperatures here only in the mid teens, Buffalo, high temperature Saturday of 11. Now, by 7 p.m., uh, it should be about 10 degrees in the city of Hartford. So if you live in Goshen, for example, you can spin off that it'll be about four or five degrees colder. So it'll probably be five or six at your house. But in Buffalo at 7 p.m., it should be about eight. So for the kickoff for the Patriots, it should be some, somewhere like seven or eight degrees or something like that. By 7 a.m. Sunday, we're looking at a temperature of four, uh, rising up to about 25 at 1 p.m. with sunny skies, and by 7 p.m., about 23. So cold air is in place for the start of the storm. So um, breaking it down hour by hour, here's how I see it. At 1 a.m. Monday morning, 
I expect it to be snowing across Connecticut. So overnight, Sunday night into Monday morning, snow commences. It's snowing across the state. And Dan, you feel free to ask me about accumulations when I'm done with this little thing. But at seven in the morning, it looks like the storm will be around Block Island. Now, Again, snow lovers, we want it more out near, near Nantucket. So it's coming a little close. I'm looking for snow in the hills and uh, snow turning to a mix uh, with rain along the shoreline, ice pellets and freezing rain and, and uh, maybe a little rain mixing in along the Connecticut River Valley as you work north of Hartford and on up toward Springfield. Now, by one o'clock in the afternoon on Monday, the holiday, we're looking for the low pressure system to be around Portland, Maine. Uh, a little bit of rain over the eastern third of Connecticut, but on the backside of the storm, a little light uh, snow or snow flurry activity in central and western Connecticut. By seven in the evening on Monday, the storm is up at the Maine Canada border. And it starts becoming windy out of the northwest here uh, across Connecticut. I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction, underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Brad and I are so honored to have McAllen be a part of our podcast. And as you heard Brad saying, we are about to get hit with snow. McAllen Construction, a full-service construction company, centrally located in Connecticut and servicing the state for over 25 years, is a business which also includes snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. McAllen Construction on call 24-7, 365 days a year is a woman-owned, small minority business licensed with the state of Connecticut and insured. McAllen Construction is a utility construction company which also does commercial building projects, site work, water and sewer repairs, and installation, and so much more. And remember, snow removal. Give McAllen Construction a call today, 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or visit McAllen Construction online at McAllenConstructionCT.com, McAllenConstructionCT.com. Again, Brad and I are so honored to have McAllen Construction as underwriters of the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Brad, it sounds like it's uh, wintertime, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Dan, the, uh, the, the snowstorm that we had last week um, has held up. Um, I was looking at the snow tracking data, uh, which they give every day at Bradley International Airport. They actually go out and measure the undisturbed snow. And uh, it started off with a five and a half inch snowfall uh, eight days ago. And the, the snow has held up. So we've had eight consecutive days of snow cover. Although this morning, uh, there's only one inch of snow left on undisturbed surfaces around Bradley. The snow taking a little bit of a hit yesterday with temperatures moving up into the 40s. But uh, we will have some replenishing of snow, Dan. Um, my early prediction on this uh, snowstorm is for one to three inches of snow quickly turning to rain along the I-95 corridor. Uh, I'm looking for three to five inches of snow turning to ice pellets, 
freezing rain and rain along Interstate 84. And out your way, Dan, I'm looking for five to 10 inches of snow, uh, mainly across uh, the Torrington area and the rest of the Northwest Hills. Brad, always the fun part. And that is how you look at the odds. I don't know if you had the chance to tabulate the odds of the snow accumulation. Uh, the I have not, Dan, uh, because typically National Weather Service looks at that when you get a little bit closer to the storm and we're still uh, technically two to three days out. But um, I think with the Arctic air in place, uh, the odds of us all getting at least an inch or two of snow across the state are, I would say, very, very close to 100 um, percent. As far as you're concerned out in the hills, uh, the odds of getting six inches or more, I think, for places, again, this would only be the hills, folks. Don't don't put this in your head unless you live around Torrington or Winchester or Colebrook or or uh, Salisbury or somewhere up in the northwest hills. The odds of getting six inches, I would say, are a solid 50 50. Uh, so, you know, this could be a, a, a good snowstorm for the northwest hills. So this is your your typical Connecticut deal, Dan, with the one to three going to rain along I-95, most of it washing away, three to five through the interior with uh, 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 and casing of ice pellets and freezing rain on top and pretty much defining that as the I-84 corridor and probably something along the order of five to 10 inches of snow uh, for the northwest hills. Okay, that leads to the next question, the, the post-storm weather. Following the storm, what can we expect? Well, it looks pretty tranquil next week, Dan. Uh, the one thing that I'm looking at is another infusion of Arctic air uh, coming toward the latter part of the week. So let's, um, let's start off with the storm departing on Tuesday. It's uh, north of Caribou, Maine, and we've got high pressure over western North Carolina kind of a northwesterly flow across Connecticut. So Tuesday should be fine, though it should be a cold day with temperatures only in the 20s uh, for the high temperature on Tuesday. Now, by Wednesday, the high should be over northern uh, New Hampshire, um, up near that famous town of Dixville Notch, where they they do the first voting in the nation whenever the presidential uh, elections come around. But it looks like a cold start to the day on Wednesday, but we will have an approaching warm front. So uh, Wednesday night, I wouldn't be shocked again if especially the Northwest Hills get an inch or two of snow from the warm air riding up and over the cold air. But uh, Wednesday should be a milder day with temperatures in the 30s to near 40. And then on Thursday, a front sweeps through. We've got high pressure near West Virginia. Temperatures holding in the 20s all day. But here we go. That front brings in another one of these rounds of bitter Arctic air. Um, Friday morning, it looks like a high-pressure system will be centered somewhat around Syracuse, New York. Now, the long-range prediction from the European computer model, Dan, for next Friday, so in other words, a week from today, so that would be January 21st, the temperature prediction for Hartford, 
Now, of course, the suburbs and the hill towns will be much colder. But for Hartford is one below zero for the high. uh, No, no, that was for the low, Dan. If I said high, I misspoke. The high will be 15. All right. But the the morning low of about one below zero. So, you know, I would say that morning around Connecticut, we're looking probably at Bridgeport being five, but uh, Colebrook maybe 10 below, something along those lines. So uh, that looks like a bitter day, more bitter cold. Uh, a week from tomorrow, which is uh, Saturday, and that would be the 22nd, we'll have high pressure over West Virginia, low pressure in the eastern Great Lakes region, and uh, temperatures, again, going from about zero in the morning to maybe between 20 and 25 in the afternoon. Uh, Sunday, we're going to have a low northwest of New York State. So what does that mean again? Counterclockwise around low pressure. So if it's up near Ontario, uh, we are ultimately going to get into a southwesterly wind flow, and it means a one-day warm-up. So a week from Sunday, uh, uh, the 23rd, I'm projecting highs in the 30s to near 40 degrees. So uh, we've we're we're transient here from bitter bitter cold to sort of one-day warm-ups. And then back to bitter cold with snowstorms interspersed. Wow. Well, it, it, and it's wintertime. We, we have to expect that. Uh, so that leads us, by the way, into week two as we look long range, the week of January 24th. And what does that look like? Well, I see some, uh, some more meteorological fun, Dan, coming up that week. Uh, not early in the week. On, on Monday, the 24th, high pressure will be located over Indiana, uh, moving to West Virginia by Tuesday, the 25th. So the start of the week looks fine. Now, Wednesday, the 26th, we're going to see a low tracking out of northern Indiana, on an easterly heading toward New England. I'm looking for snow breaking out at night on Wednesday night, uh, January 26th. And the storm is going to be ending on January 27th as the storm moves off the New England coast. Now, it's way, way too early because this is a week number two forecast. But those are the dates I want you to keep in, in your head. Wednesday, the 26th and Thursday, the 27th. And of course, it's it's all going to be contingent on exactly what track the storm takes to how who gets how much snow and who gets how much ice and and all that stuff. But then anyway, on Friday, the 28th, it looks like more high pressure in the heartland with a brisk northerly flow. And Dan, I'm going to end by telling you this as I look into my crystal ball and project the long range. I think the uh, the continuation of frequent Arctic cold, not just regular cold, Arctic cold, and the chance for uh, possible snowstorms and nor'easters is going to persist into at least the middle part of February. So if you're a snow lover and a, uh, a, a lover of deep winter weather, uh, I think this period now that we're going into from 
mid-January, and you'll know it tomorrow morning when you wake up, January 15th, Saturday morning, with the temperature down near zero and the wind chill 10 to 20 below. But this period from mid-January to mid-February is going to be exceedingly cold, I think, with the possibility of uh, potential snowstorms. Okay, well, uh, batten down the hatches, I guess. But uh, on that note, Brad, as we put a lid on our podcast, uh, and again, we're putting this together on Friday morning, January the 14th, what does our immediate forecast look like? All right, Dan, I'm predicting uh, for the balance of the weather today, variable cloudiness. And uh, that's kind of a catchphrase when you're not really sure what's going to happen. But we've got that uh, storm off of uh, Cape Cod and we've got an approaching Arctic front. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a snow flurry or a, a brief snow squall when that Arctic front comes through. The winds are going to start to crank. Uh, the temperatures through midday Friday will be well up into the 30s. But then as the wind starts to stiffen in the afternoon, you're going to almost be able to watch the temperature drop on your thermometer. Heading down to low tonight of anywhere from two below zero to maybe about six above zero. Uh, most of us ending up in that zero to five range overnight tonight with a stiff wind out of the north. Uh, the wind chill advisory up for temperatures of 10 to 20 below zero. Coming up during the day on Saturday, brilliant sun. Uh, I think out your way, Dan, the high temperature might not even make it to 10. Most people in Connecticut will see temperatures between 10 and 15. Uh, the good news about Saturday is the wind will be relaxing as the day moves on so that on Saturday night, it's clear, calm and cold temperature anywhere from five below to 10 above, depending on exactly where you live, but not much in the way of wind. Sunday is mainly sunny temperatures in the 20s, but we'll notice some clouds coming in toward dark. Those clouds are going to produce snow on Sunday night. Uh, probably quickly accumulating by daybreak on Monday to one to three inches on the I-95 corridor, three to five inches in the I-84 corridor, and five to 10 inches in the northwest hill towns. During the day on Monday, I'm looking at uh, the storm starting to wind down by midday with that assortment, the snow in the hills, the, the rainy, icy mix in the uh, inland part of the state and rain along the Connecticut shoreline. And then by the time Tuesday rolls around, we've got a uh, partly sunny day, a brisk day with a northwest flow and temperatures in the 20s. All right, Brad, uh, on that note to you and Sandy and our podcast audience, be safe and as always, uh, you know, have a great weekend. Dan, you have a great weekend as well. And if you want to give my uh, son, Kurt, and my uh, sister, Sue, a good birthday present for Sunday, a uh, hope for a Patriots win on Saturday night. There are no two. I'm a huge fan, but there are no two bigger fans than my son and my sister. All right, then a big happy birthday present to them. Go Patriots. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.